Welcome back to episode 139 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, OpenAI takes the world by storm with ChatGPT. Next, Iman and I go debate on how open OpenAI really is. Then, the crypto AI mania has begun. And finally, Will says we need to separate AI from life. Do you agree? All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 139 of the Blockrunner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What's going on, dude? All right, and on the sticks, we got TJ. Hey. Thank you for being here, dude. (laughs) It's been a while, right? So, when's the last time we recorded one of these pre-Christmas, probably? No, it was uh, it was a Hot Ones challenge. That was, yeah. That was pre-Christmas. That was pre-Christmas. No, post-Christmas, pre-New Year's. Pre-New Year's, yeah. Yeah, so happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah. Even though we said that during the Hot Ones challenge, we needed to take a break, I guess, from all the... And a break we did take. A pretty big one. Yeah. yeah we well, ended up getting sick. Everybody did. I guess like so uh, weird, the man. swine flu passed through or something like that. Like, it was like a, a mini pandemic. Nobody warned us. Well, yeah. I guess, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what are we supposed to do, dude? We already went through COVID, so whatever. But you know what? It, there was a correlation between people that got flu shots and those that didn't get sick. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it the, isn't that the point? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think it would work so effectively, but really? it apparently it did. Yeah, I've never gotten a flu shot. I'm neither, just, neither have I. I'm relying on my... A vibrancy of being a youth. <laughs> I don't know how long I could cash that check in for, though. Like, I feel like uh, pretty soon that's going to, like, not work. Well, you, <laughs> you just got gonna, sick, too, so. I'm going to perish. I know. What I'm just saying is right now my immune system can handle these things. For how uh, long can I, like, rely on that? Uh, I don't know. What I think that ship sailed, dude. Yeah. That ship sailed. If, I'm still if standing. Get, if you get the flu shot and you don't get sick, those are effective. Like, so I'd rather not get sick. Yeah, but my point is you have a defense system in all of us. It's like programmed there for a reason. Nah. Right? What do you mean, nah? Nah. Why not? You're still down for like a week or two. It's not worth it. I mean, it's just two weeks, dude. We needed the time off anyways. (laughs) No way, dude. (laughs) That was not a very productive way to have two weeks off, though, for sure. No, it wasn't. That was awful. Yeah, I mean, if you're not working and you're sick, you're just... Just like nothing. struggling to survive. Yeah, nothing's happening. That's all it was. It wasn't enjoyable. If it was like two weeks off and it was like dedicated, like relaxed time. Yeah. It would have been productive. True. Then you would have came back. Yeah. So you're saying you don't feel like a spring no. chicken right now? No, absolutely not. You don't feel like you've decompressed at Definitely all? not. Not no. one bit. Okay. Well. That's a problem. Sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> but we have to move on regardless. But We're, but I operate in a flow state, so I like I like continuously moving forward. So I'm So you don't like taking breaks then? I don't I don't not. I mean I don't like taking breaks. I don't either. Neither yeah, does Elon dude, Musk. Inertia is like the hardest thing to to exactly. to get past. So if you take a break, you're like literally you have to start all over. Even with this. Yeah. The recording <laughs> things, like we we man, last month was awful. It was. And now we have to get back. As you know our motto. We're stealing the Paul, Jake and Logan Paul, dude. It's every day, bro. Every, every day, bro. We're supposed to come out with some new content, something, some new informative, some something, a reaction to something that's going on in the crypto markets or maybe something new metaverse news breakthrough. 
Yeah, man. Things in AI just it doesn't matter. We got to talk about something every single day, right? Yeah, I mean, and then going back to like, I think the two of you guys got sick during like the hottest, oh, FTX. the most epic of times in crypto. Yeah, I got sick like three times. So did last I. Couple of weeks or so, months. So hopefully we're done with all that. And then a chaotic <laughs> flood came through a few days ago, <laughs> almost wiped California. No, dude, Florida. You, you didn't get that. No. What? Did it rain down here? No. Wow. I mean, it, TJ it, knows. It yeah, was, we had tornado warning. Yeah. Really? We almost, right got, across the we highway. almost got wiped off the earth. Dude. <laughs> it was intense. It was the hardest storm I think I've ever seen. What? I'm not even kidding. It was crazy. No way. Uh, that may be an exaggeration, but I it was know, pretty dude. rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't see like houses like ripping apart or nothing like that. But yeah. Nonetheless, I was exposed to nature's forces in multiple, multiple ways, right? Yeah. Virology, <laughs> and I guess what what is it? meteorology? Meteorology, yeah. dude. The nature could fuck you in so many ways. Yeah. So I'm a little humbled to start the year. You know. Yeah. I survived all of that. But you know what? We have to figure out ways to not get sick, though. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start taking immune boosters, all the vitamins. So I'm yeah, man. Generally, a pretty I'm pretty healthy. That's what shocked shocked. I don't take vitamins just because I just. I don't think about them. Well, that's the thing. <clears throat> that's what shocks me the most. Did you have like a regiment of exercise and eating like yeah. uh, covering your macros and micros and whatever the fuck else? And yeah. I think you got the sickest out of everybody. Yeah, I did. So what does that say, dude? Uh, that says I need to take some vitamins. That's well, what it I, well, says. The rest of us don't take vitamins and our fucking McDonald's and Diet Coke <laughs> regiment seems to be working better, dude. I don't know. Maybe you guys are just ingesting more hormone boosters and like... <laughs> You end up paying it at some point. Well, I pay it on that. a daily basis. Like my okay, my immune system might be able to hang, but like my body is just <laughs> it's falling apart in a constant state of agony. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trade off. I God guess. damn it! My body's used to fighting like foreign substances or foreign uh, invaders. Yeah. So that's why like when a virus comes through, it's like easy. <laughs> For you, it's like world war. Yeah, you it know, is. your body it's doesn't like, know how to handle it's that. It's a nuke. Yeah. That might be like something actually true. You know what I mean? It's it like, could be, but I don't think that's long term sustainable though. Eventually no. your body is like, all right, this is it. Yeah. I'm done with fighting. Yeah. <clears throat> so why, I don't know. That's why I say like plumbers never get sick. You know? Plumbers? Yeah, because they're constantly like exposed to like bacteria. Yeah. So it's like their immune systems are like God tier. Hmm. I don't know. I think I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So So we're back. It's January what, like the eleventh or twelfth or something like that. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, we're we're fully back. It's a whole new year, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty two is behind us. Yeah. I mean, everybody's predicting this year. <laughs> There's mass layoffs in all sectors going on right now. So yeah, all, all so Coinbase is laying off twenty percent. Yeah, just laid off twenty percent like last. Yeah, BlackRock. Yesterday. BlackRock, one of the biggest <clears throat> financial institutions in the world, just announced, or actually, they're laying off their employees right now. Mm. So all the trickle effects of the, uh, you know, inflate or the recession are starting to, uh, yeah, starting to come. Yeah. Which we predicted. Yeah. I mean, we, this, we, this year is going to be a lot more down. Um, yeah. I think this year is projected to be like a reset year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not going to have too much like hype. I don't think this year is just yeah. going to be kind of like picking up whatever the pieces that end up falling apart during this year. And they're running with them in 2024. Yeah. That's my prediction. But that's not to say that there are there have been a few projects that have like resurged a little bit. 
like twenty crypto. Yeah, twenty percent gains, thirty percent gains, and most of them uh, have been like in the gaming sector. Gala, Gala Games. Yeah, I think Decentraland up like fifteen percent. Yeah, I mean, know? so there's there's gonna be pockets of projects that end up you know doing some damage this year, like in positively. Something, <clears throat> some, I think something, some narrative will capture the world's attention. Maybe not the world, but at least a pocket sector of you know crypto degens at some point. Yeah, maybe during the summer usually. Yeah. Uh, the, something will happen, whether it's, uh, I don't know, ZK stuff or some new NFT variant that will pop out of nowhere, get people excited again. NFT maybe, variant. Yeah. Or maybe like, uh, the metaverse thing, you know, other yeah. side should hopefully be up and running by then. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that could, I think, reinvigorate the masses or at least I gotta stop saying the masses cause the masses come later. Yeah. We just need like the DJs to get excited. The first. early adopters. Yeah. You know how it goes, these little phases, market market cycles. So yeah. first, smart money has to come back in because right now everybody's in depression mode. So nobody wants to touch this stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That's our job, though, right? Is keep our finger on the pulse, see what's uh, potentially going to get people interested. Yeah. So during the holidays, did your family ask you anything about crypto? Uh, no. No? What about you, TJ? Yeah, I had an uncle ask him if I was still in, involved, and he was like, I hope you're not. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't gotten that, you know, which is... Everybody's every, pretty I, much forgotten about it. Forgotten about it and learned it's not even, like, worth inquiring about because it's just either they don't find it interesting themselves or because nobody else is talking about it nonstop in the socials and stuff like that. It's just yeah. not pinging the radar, right? Yeah. I don't know. Seems to be like everyone right now who is outside of our little bubble, they're starting to talk about AI and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. AI is what's penetrating, I think, the masses at the moment. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, so much so that uh, Microsoft is looking to invest ten billion, right, into OpenAI. Yeah, that's what the headlines say. So, yeah, here we go. I mean, I made the prediction, dude. I said OpenAI. I mean, it's not really like a fucking crazy prediction like this. This yeah, you're not going off the, the yeah. rails here. What yeah. a leap. Yeah. <laughs> that they're going to be the next trillion dollar company, which they can if they don't accept this proposal, you know, go, <laughs> yeah. if they just stick to their guns and just, you know. Yeah. So let's talk about this proposal. Microsoft is set to invest $10 billion in OpenAI as part of the funding round that would value the company at well, $29 billion. Okay. It's a funding round. Yeah. Microsoft would reportedly get 75% share of OpenAI's profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it makes back the money on its investment, after which the company would assume 49% stake in OpenAI. Okay, I misunderstood. I thought this was an acquisition. Yeah, we thought this was an acquisition originally, but... But it's not. This is just... uh, But but this is such a good deal for Microsoft, if if mm -hmm. this is what's actually happening. 49% stake? Yeah, for nothing, practically. Well... True, because they get their money $10 billion back. loan. Wow. Dude, that's that's a steal. $10 billion is nothing. Hold on. Let me, let's look at the quarterly earnings for Microsoft. <laughs> so we're going back to our fundamental analysis. Yeah. It's like the, I think Microsoft was involved early on with OpenAI. So I think they're they're taking advantage and leveraging that that positioning that of the, these early partnerships. So I guess they deserve it, dude. They got OpenAI... You know where they are today so with the assistance what is that what are you looking at yeah revenue for september 2022 50 billion very nice <laughs> very chunky net income 17 billion yeah 17 billion <sighs> in a month wow <clears throat> dude i'm telling you 10 billion is like 
They didn't even have to like open the safe for that. <laughs> it's small fish, eh? You write a check. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to ask anybody. It's like you don't have to ask your boss for a ten billion dollar check. You just just do it. Yeah. Well, so what do you think? Like, obviously, everybody's impressed with. Uh, oh yeah, OpenAI, Chat GPT is taking over the world. Everybody's already predicting, like you know, everyone's gonna lose their job within the next several <laughs> years to this. Everybody's thing. gonna lose their job. Everybody, developers, yeah, designers. Which, so this is a good this is a good bet for Microsoft, right? Because they have so yeah. many different verticals, I guess, that can integrate this technology. Everything, everything. Self-driving cars, yeah. Uh, AI assistance, easy. Right now, a our AI assistants suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess blogs, mm -hmm. uh, videos, video editing and search too, right? Search. Yeah. Yeah. It's over, dude. It's over. Yeah. So Microsoft wins <laughs> with this alone. Well, I feel like, I feel like humanity wins, but the way that humanity is currently constructed from a capitalistic view, yeah. it's, it's like a impending doom. Is there an issue with this though? Cause I mean, <clears throat> I don't know, just based on the name itself, I, I always figured this to yeah. be like an open platform, but it seems the more and more Microsoft's going to get their, their hands on it. Maybe that's why they stuck to 49% just because just to not, I don't know, not to, uh, scare the public, make them think that they have absolute control over this technology. Yeah. Cause that's, if you listen to Sam Altman and, Elon Musk in the early days speak about this and especially Elon he 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 thinks this this the scale of technology shouldn't be you know so concentrated in the hands of singular entities like this you know like this AI is just too critical yeah you know yeah i'm looking to see how open source is open ai and they have like <clears throat> spin-offs that are open source like this open ai's jukebox mm -hmm. is an open source algorithm well, the whole, I think it is open source, right? That's how er everybody's able to spin up their own apps. I don't know. Leveraging open AIs. I remember know, reading somewhere saying that open AI is not as open oh, really? anymore. Well, it's becoming less and less. I mean, I'm sure it could still be open. I think the word open is not what we're talking about here. It's just uh, controlled, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Cause maybe we're, I have a bias or we have a bias because we're in the whole Web3 world and there's an ethos amongst our community that, you know, things should be a little more decentralized. Yeah. Things of critical importance, you know, of value. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a little more difficult to achieve that in the Web2 space, which OpenAI, I guess, is a part of, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it's just, it's going down the typical path of any other tech company, which, you know, we see how that ends up with Twitter. I feel like. Facebook. Uh, the only way open AI could have remained as open as we expect things to be from the crypto perspective is if it was built off of like some sort of blockchain network. Hmm. Interesting. This is, so this is good. Uh, <laughs> good juice then. Now, now we have a, uh, potential, potential competitor to look for and, or we got, we got a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of the metaverse thing, right? Like, you know, us little small fish were like dabbling in the, in the, in the metaverse before it became a thing. Yeah. Right, we're like, and, and the one thing we needed for people to really care about what it is we were doing were whales jumping. We, in. we needed a bad guy. Yeah, and that's what Meta became. Yeah, right? everybody, for one, became publicly aware, conscious of the concept of the metaverse because of Meta, and then everybody immediately became skeptical of the future of what the metaverse could look like if if Meta was in control of everything. Yeah, 
So therefore, now like the Web3 Metaverse, you know, alliance <laughs> kind of yeah. came to be, right? Now everybody was like, we're looking towards the other side and Decentraland and yeah. all these other Web3 Metaverses to kind of step up their game to figure out a way how to, you know, create a much more democratic version of it. So right? closed AI is the new enemy, right? I, I would think so. This could be like a whole, you know, catalyst to start spinning up some Web3 AI com competition. I feel like... I feel like um, those Web3 AI comp competitors need to already exist. Yeah, like they have something. so much catching up to do. Yeah. This is like, OpenAI reminds me of Tesla. There's so many like electric vehicle competitors now. Yeah, that a good if point. You, if you compare any electric vehicle, Hummer, from Chevy, GM, um, any of these competitors, they compare, they do not compare to Tesla. Just because when you buy a Tesla, you're basically buying a product that has eight products in it has artificial intelligence. It has all these different things that Tesla's do yeah. that all these competitors cannot do. And they won't do because they don't have the same infrastructure that Tesla has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So to me, like, if I'm looking at electric vehicles, I don't see any other competitor besides just Tesla. Mm, interesting. Yeah, because all the other cars don't self-drive. They don't have, like, machine learning embedded into it. You don't think they can close the gap over time? I, well, I think they can. They can, but... So Tesla has been around for like almost 15 years. Yeah. And the, their cars have been around for like 10 years. And 10 years of driving in real world, collecting all that data and sharing that data with all the cars, you can't replicate that. Chevy can never replicate that. Unless they purchase like a license of all that data. Mm -hmm. That's the only way they'll, they'll be able to compete. I see. But dude, Tesla. What if you incentivize? What if you incentivize? You know, the public to gather that data. With, well, you have to install cameras, and you could incentivize it. It's just. Oh, imagine. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a fucking Web three <clears throat> organization trying to compete with. I mean, I guess Tesla's not a great. I don't think we're gonna see a Web three Tesla anytime soon. Yeah, maybe. But not. if if you wanted to, is what I'm saying. So I'm gonna kind of use this as a parallel to how the Web3 AI mm. sector can compete against open AI at some point is by leveraging the incentive mechanisms that cryptocurrencies sure. enables to sure. get the people involved, not just a company. Oh, yeah. Dude. An organization of a few scientists and developers. Yeah, is, we're speculating that there's Web3 projects already in an AI in space yeah. who are probably leveraging the fact that humans are able to generate enough data to mm -hmm. where only humans could generate that data. And therefore, if you get humans incentivized to produce that data to yeah. an AI database, yeah, all of a sudden you have an extremely valuable yeah. like asset. Agreed. That's the purpose of cryptocurrency, right? It, it aligns yeah, the yeah. whole community around a, a, center, a centered goal, right? Which is powerful. Like, and, and it has to be channeled efficiently, right? Because a lot of the... And motives are profit based, right? Right. And a lot, you know, it's going to be tough to get to get the interest of. But it's happened in the past. Like Ethereum, I think is the best example of an actual community. They're not a hundred percent profit motivated, right? The, yeah. The, the Ethereum community is very much. It's a powerful, very powerful community. Like sure. They're, they're innovative. They're they're actually there's people within it truly trying to change things for the betterment of humanity. Right, and all uh, all incentivized and aligned through the you know the Ethereum token. So it's possible; it can be replicated for different you know use cases. I see that coming for AI, right? Yeah, in, in the Web three space. Yeah. Well, I, that's something to. I think it's a legitimate speculation. It's <clears throat> the reason why this is important is because it sort of mimics science. So in the scientific realm, 
you could predict, like, for example, scientists have predicted that there, there have been black holes right before they actually discovered it. Mm -hmm. Just because the math indicates that it has to exist. Yeah. And so they were speculating that it existed based on math. And then they went to look for it. Yeah. And they went to look for indicators of its existence by, you know, light being bent around these like huge mass mm -hmm. black holes. Right. Mm -hmm. So they actually found it. But you you cannot look for a black hole just by looking in the sky. You're, you're not understanding what you're seeing. You have to like figure it out it, that it has to exist. And then you look for the indicators for it. So when it comes to like speculating on projects and figuring out what's the next thing that's going to pop off in crypto. Yeah. We first figure out what are the big problems? What are the big opportunities like AI? Yeah. And then we figure it's like, there has to be a web three project leveraging AI who is leveraging people <coughs> to submit data to this AI. Yeah. But I guess phase one is understanding, I guess the potential problems of, yeah. of open AI becoming a centralized force. Right. And that's, yeah, you got to understand how AI works. It w works off of data, mm -hmm. and it 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 takes all this data and it makes some sort of information out of it. Yeah, and so uh, so what does it need? Data. So how do you get data? You leverage humans, but it's sourcing data from what's publicly available, right? It is. So is it but that's like public public uh, data. But what if you could? focus that data into like specific metaverse or specific, mm. um, you know, specific industries. Yeah. Like you could, you could produce an AI specific. Do you, you think know, that would result vertical. in more, like a more, I don't know, accurate. I would result? think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It would be a vertical application of AI. Whether or not that's <clears throat> true, like, or I guess we would need like a, to interview or speak to somebody who's more like specialized in this yeah. to understand like the, how the actual, learning mechanics of ai work right or yeah. the sorting mechanics of how they could you could just leverage a huge database of data and information it's then like you know extract from that very specific outputs things like this yeah well, what's interesting about ai is that it it uses machine learning to understand how humans communicate with each other mm -hmm. and so you're not teaching it how humans communicate with each other because you couldn't do that yeah you instead feed it data, yeah. right? And then it understands, oh, there's dialogue happening. Mm -hmm. There's like multiple contributors to a single tweet. Yeah. Like it starts learning how we communicate with each other. Yeah. And then when, you, when you're chatting with ChatGPT and you ask it to come up with a, like a lyric for a new song about, you know, AI, all of a sudden it, it understands like lyrics have, you know, um, all these like elements to a song, right? Mm -hmm. They have the, the, the hook. They have rhyming stuff like timing, and then it, it could produce all that stuff without having to teach it music. Well, that, that's my question. Then, like, is it is it more efficient as like a, you know, an AI software <clears throat> product to allow AI to just learn this shit on their own, just by I guess passively observing, not passively, I guess hmm. uh, observing what's actually happening amongst the you know the humans around yeah. them. Yeah, you know, in, in the web space or by curating the, the right things to it. I guess it depends on the application, but. Well, yeah. I'm just wondering if this is going to become like a, uh, even a, I don't know if it's ever going to work technically, but I think it seems like a viable narrative because we know like, the, you know, the crypto markets like to pop off with narratives. Yeah. Look what happened to the NFT space. There's so many different, like, yeah, everything was fueled by the narratives behind it, right? Yeah. 
that's where that's where speculation comes from value perception all that stuff same thing with the metaverse anything that's new yeah new narratives emerge of like how it can be how this new tech layer can be leveraged yada 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 so yeah i don't know we're gonna have to wait and see i guess people are gonna probably come up with uh prototype ai uh yeah we're gonna have to be careful because this is another vertical for like scammers the fake, oh, of course, the fake their AI is like. That's kind of what I'm saying. When I say narrative, well, it, I'm not going to say scammers either. Opportunists, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> scammers. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right because they're gonna they're gonna put this on slap this idea. Yeah. On a web page, a landing yeah. page. Yep. They're gonna mint a token around it and be like, "Listen, we're we're gonna be the future of like yeah, AI NFT uh, community." <laughs> communication like ai health service like if you have anything wrong with your body like we're yeah. building the perfect ai the best ai in the world see that dude that's a, such a good application of ai it's like <laughs> yeah. you talk to see, chat gpt you're already say, in dude you're already gonna hey, buy the token i'm feeling uh, i have a fever yeah right i'm coughing a lot there's yeah. like these sting in my throat yeah it's like what what could i possibly have yeah. i was like well you, pro your probability of illnesses is this yeah and then uh and then you take that to your doctor you get prescribed Ooh. or just yeah. an online doctor yeah it's like that's dude you don't need to go to a physical doctor now like all you're doing to a doctor is telling them your symptoms and like this is probably what you have and then take this medicine that's it well that's like the very like minimal like health true uh, but that's most of health inquiries of course, of course like he's like oh i got a gut pain it's like ah, oh. it's like you really just need to take a shit <laughs> that's what ai is gonna tell yeah. you you do that or like maybe just it's gas bro chill yeah. the fuck out because yeah most drink, people drink a kombucha <laughs> yeah try some pepto yeah and if that don't work you know then uh contact me again tomorrow let me know yeah. how you feel that's right yeah they don't dude and then they could feed that to like your actual doctor and yeah, make the whole shit efficient. God, dude, come on, man. What, what are we doing? Well, that's what I'm saying. So somebody's gonna concoct that as a project because that's the way it works in this crypto world. And and the scammers are gonna hire like uh, these click farms to like <laughs> respond to these inquiries. I hope not. I hope it doesn't get to that point. It We're probably like, will because it's cheaper. Oh, fuck. Than, like actually developing a real AI. Yeah, of course. Oh no, dude. That actually might happen, dude. It this will happen. <laughs> Oh, it's it gonna be happen. a farm of just people it's just like, pretending to be yeah and it's wow. gonna be like they're gonna respond with like misspellings and like <laughs> incorrect grammar and then everyone's it's gonna like, interpret that as like charming it's like see it's, it's like that's it's like, ai in development it's like hey i feel sick it's like a good project <laughs> <laughs> you're right dude that's actually what's gonna happen i think yeah Dude, so, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. We're going to have to um, store this episode in the archive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we see that, we got to, like, you know, do the black and white footage. It's like yeah. one of our predictions that came true. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, people are going to get wrecked all over again. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I was trying to bring something positive to this. Like, Well, like, this is positive. It's just 97% of all AI projects are probably going to be scams in crypto. Yeah, but, but let's let's eliminate like the the obvious scammers that are going to come along and feed off of the actual innovation. Like, do, okay. do you see like an innovative pairing between For blockchain, sure. cryptocurrency, and AI? Oh, uh, TJ, did you watch Silicon Valley? Yes, like all of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in. You need to watch it because at the end, they develop an AI which they fear that once it gets onto the blockchain, uh -huh. that it's just going to run amok. And it's going to like destroy things just because it's an artificial intelligence, general artificial intelligence oh, that, like, on the blockchain that you touch. can't shut down. 
that's true. Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> so, um, so the outcome of that, I mean, you, you got to watch it, but but it was one of the the core elements. Like I think one of the last seasons, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah. But it's a think about an AI that runs amok that you can't shut down. Like you can't shut down Bitcoin. I can see that too, because we talked about the implications or the possible utility of AI when it comes to decision making, right? Like we yeah. talk about this in our personal lives. It's like man, so much of like like personal to personal conflicts is like figuring out who should have like the final outcome of like a yeah. decision, right? It's it's usually even in your own like you know relationships it's like yeah. man that's always a constant battle right who who takes control yeah of of the authority of a, de- of a decision and in this in in our culture in america it's a 50 50 split right not in the old days in the old days it was more male driven male yeah. dominated True. when it comes to like the authority and any decision making but now we have an equal hierarchy sure in this in our modern society so that means there's going to be a lot more conflict than usual <laughs> right yeah it's like having Democrats and Republicans like have equal power yeah. in, in, in Congress. And then how are they ever going to agree on anything? They don't. They just fight. They usually don't. Yeah. <laughs> they just fight all day long. So we need an actual non-biased third-party intermediary. That's true, man. I think AI is like perfectly suited for that, right? Yeah, because AI could take objective data... And like a whole, a better interpretation than any human could sure. on earth. Right? Yeah. It's like, because every human reads everything from a bias standpoint, personal bias, monetary bias, if they're being like, you know, fiscally compensated for yeah. their, that's sense. why, that's why on crypto Twitter, you see is like, like uh Peter Schiff's like, you see Bitcoin's <laughs> a scam every time, right? Yeah. Every time you see it, if, went, it went down to 85%. I told you it was a scam and it, it's like, it's down to 17,000. Yeah. And like in the past is like, it's, you know, obviously way, way less than that. Yeah. But meanwhile, he's just like selling gold, right? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So yeah. it's, it's, I think for sure, like we need help in that, in that decision-making realm. You know? Man, but if we're going to have humans versus AI, there's going to be a lot of detractors. Like we can't trust. It's true. Of course. AI. But from, yeah, we're talking about whenever that concept spills into like, uh, the whole thing, the whole system, our whole civilization. I think it could start smaller, like in the, you know, like a DAO infrastructure, for example. Mm. Yeah. We're seeing that in the Decentraland DAO. There's this nonstop contention over Man, ideas. nonstop and, is crazy. I yeah. mean, I, I sort of predicted predicted this just because that's how, that's how humans work. When it comes down to money, there's always like yeah. battles. Interesting. So, fuck. This could be a vertical, yeah. Training an AI to be a little more like only concerned about like what's actually happening within the DAO organization, I guess. Yeah, you give it. Think of it. You you give AI parameters. Like in this yeah. DAO, the whole idea we will fund projects if those pr- projects are designed to funnel money back into the DAO. Mm. If your project has no no like indication of of you know income generation and yeah, yeah you know yeah. returning funds back to the DAO is like it's a clear no. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess at first, so there would have to be like before pre AI implementation into like becoming the overall the overseer of of a DAO. Yeah, the DAO first has to come to a consensus of like, okay, the, these are the parameters, right? This yeah. is what we want to achieve. Almost like you know, whenever the United States was founded, right? A, a new country emerges. What do they do? They write like a constitution or mm. a declaration of yeah. some kind. Like this is what it is as a as a nation. This is who we are. We're gonna stick to this. Yeah. Right. And then we have court systems and legislative systems to enforce all that for the rest of time. Even if, even though, like, you know, things evolve, <laughs> we still stick to these tenants. Right. That's a problem. 
That's a problem. It, c- it can be. But it's also traditions need to be phased out. Well, it's I not mean, tr- tradition. It's 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 uh, those parameters we're talking about. Yeah, but uh, I feel like AI could just completely just wipe those guys out and be better, more. Well, my point is just we can't leave everything up to the AI. We have to, uh, from sure. like a DAO perspective, let's say yeah. you know, MetaZone has a DAO at yeah. some point, and we 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 as a MetaZone community, we have to decide, at you know, what it is we want to achieve. Yada, yada, yada. We set the parameters to the DAO and then we bring in an AI to be the ultimate, you know, uh, gavel slapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whatever it comes to decision making. Otherwise, you're just going to have a DAO that's only operating based on like who has the most wealth and power and influence within it, which. That's true. So basically use AI to um, to minimize the impact of whales. Or completely remove it. Yeah. Or no, not remove it. It's just uh, I don't. Yeah, if if one whale says, "I think this is the decision, and I have the most money, therefore I'm going to make this decision," mm-hmm. and then most people are are against that decision, right? But they don't have any money, right? Yeah, no tokens. Can't, can't do anything about that. AI would be like, most people are siding for this, even though you have the most weight in this vote. So we're going to go with the people. Well, there's something to be said though about like. A whale does have the most at risk, right? They do. So there's something to be said for putting all that up and being able to True. determine that. True. But but it's not like they're actually going to lose anything by, by leveraging all that stake. You know, they could just be a whale just for the, just by being at a certain point of the socioeconomic status. Like, you know, yeah, I'm putting 10 million mana, but really I have like $10 billion. So really they don't, they're not putting much at stake. Basically, it's all relevant, right? Yeah, I mean, we're speaking in the context of Decentraland, but most of the whales there, most of them have been given land, right, mm. through these districts. Yeah. And so they have the most weight. Okay. But they didn't really earn any of that land. It's yeah. it's unlike Maddie, who actually, like, flipped land and actually generated millions flipping land, and therefore he, he should have the most weight, right? Mm. But, uh, but, yeah, Decentraland, I don't know. That's not a good model of a, of a DAO. Well, it's 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 a start, you know. And yeah. Of course, we have to add more layers, and I think that's what's going on right now. Another update, I guess, uh, if you're not aware, for Decentraland is they paused the DAO grant system for a few months. Two months, yeah. Until March, I think, and who knows? They might even extend that down the line because, yeah, I think I think the Decentraland DAO is becoming more self-aware that this is yeah corruptible, uh, exploitable, whatever. Yeah. More layers of uh, regulation need to be considered that's why they paused it they paused it yeah Hmm. so now that they're thinking of like you know yeah what what new layers of protection i guess need to be implemented into the dow yeah i mean one one good one is to revoke um a grant so if someone doesn't produce anything in 30 months or 30 months 30 days ah then uh you don't get i mean that's the one-year cliff right so someone needs to be able to determine whether or not a project has been productive in those first 30 days. Basically like a committee of uh, yeah. reviewers, yeah. right? Yeah. And if that's the case, then those people need to be compensated because that sounds like a whole right. job in itself, right? Yeah. You have to go in. Somebody has to be able to evaluate code and, yeah. you know, uh, know how to ask the right questions. It's like a whole communication. Yeah, it's, it's tough because you have to produce something in 30 days without any money. That too. Right. So that that's right. Always you, yeah. you got to be capable before you do a grant. Yeah. Which is, 
I mean, <coughs> dude, that's how that's how it works. What? Like, you can't just come up with a cool idea. All you're of right. a sudden, yeah. you get like 120 grand or whatever it is, and you're right. You're, so the, the DAO has to function produce something. The DAO has to function as close to like a VC as possible, right? So in VCs, yeah, yeah like most of them expect some some kind of yeah. Think about product. a a seed round. You know, yeah. seed rounds are about you know less than 500k. Roughly, on average, less than 500K. So you're talking about potentially seeding projects, yeah. you know, around that money. Yeah. So you got to be productive. You got to be productive people as as a person who receives a grant. Mm. You can't yeah. just be a guy with an idea. You can't do it. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening. It's just, I mean, essentially, it's not like we're, they're running super low on... Maybe now because the markets and the valuation of man has kind of like tanked pretty significantly. Yeah, but so now it, it, I mean at forty cents, it's, it's still quite a chess there. Yeah, there's there's multiples of millions, and I think they spent like one and a half million last year or something like that on grants. Mm. So like the burn rate's not that bad, but but of course it's not sustainable. If if I think there is an unlock every year of mana to the treasury. There is. So I think it matching it's matching. There's like a semi semi balance ratio there, but. Nonetheless, like ten million mana per year or something like that. Is that what it is? Yeah. So that's at today's price is like three million bucks. Huh. Yeah. So we essentially we spent like half of the available Allotted. annual yeah. pool, which is not that bad. It's not like it's not like the Dow's overspending, right? No, I don't think so. But but it's still not sustainable. It's not generating anything either. Yeah, because most of the grants are, I mean. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to make anything sustainable, especially in Decentraland. Yeah. In any metaverse right now. Yeah. But, yeah, the point <clears> is, <throat> um, yeah, man, fucking DAOs, dude. It's tough. Yeah. That's what's so interesting about Decentraland, though, because they're actually trying to do the damn thing the way people say it should be done. Like, yeah, that's From true. a Web3 ethos perspective. Yeah. I mean, shit. I don't know. That's that's as, that's as if, uh, let's see, OpenAI was to leverage a similar DAO infrastructure for its growth and it's uh you know who could spin up uh new applications or new software leveraging the technology you have to like you know get access to a, a DAO fund or grant in order to do that yeah i mean <clears throat> we can we can take pages off of the uh like the entrepreneurial realm where if you're gonna if you're gonna be an entrepreneur one of the first things you have to do is build an mvp a minimal viable product mm-hmm and, uh, and then maybe that MVP gets some traction, right? Some users and all that. You take that to seed investors and you get funded. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if, like in Decentraland's perspective, people have to build MVPs first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, how, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know that a team is capable? <clears throat> yeah, I guess you, you do not, but <clears throat> you cannot know. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, this is... I mean, we go back to, um, you know, our history as humanity and like the Democrats, Republicans, all this voting to a large part doesn't work to a large part. Why do you say that? Well, just because there's so much contention every single time for everything. Yeah. And <clears throat> I feel like we have we have methods called science to make decisions in a very objective way. 
Well, that's what I'm kind of advocating for. I think an AI would take a more scientific, objective yeah. approach to decision making. Yeah, and I think as long as it has the right parameter set, yeah, like where that way it doesn't deviate from, I guess, the collective consensus of like what it is that wants to be achieved. Because even if there's a consensus with that, there's the the always persistent presence of you know human greed and all the yeah, other yeah. factors that 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 do deviate from those parameters, right? Yeah, that that leads towards making wrong decisions. Yes, exactly. So that's that's what that's where we want to get AI to that state, right? Where we could trust it, rely on it. We the technology is secure enough to where we know it's not going to deviate. Yeah, right? I feel like we can we can achieve this without AI if we were you know collectively smarter. Well, but we're not, and we know right, we're not. Be. That's the point. Yeah, and that's why AI has to exist. Yes, in I order agree. for us to truly like uh, progress and not not fall victim to ourselves. Yeah, because I mean? let's say our our society was scientifically based, right? We yeah. make our decisions based on science. If you, if a community disagreed with a scientific decision, mm-hmm. the, the problem would, would be that, that people that disagree don't know enough science because the science conclusion, the conclusion that was based off of science is a verifiable, just like blockchain is verifiable. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can prove these things, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole point of science is it's a method to prove things, right? So, when you have a community who disagrees with a decision that was based off of a scientific conclusion, that means that that community just doesn't understand science and they, they do not matter in the grand scheme of things. Damn. Wrecked. Right. I mean, <laughs> they do not matter. They, they don't. I mean, like if, if the scientific community agrees like, Hey, but human even cause global warming, we got to do something about yeah. it. That's what we got to do. It's that's But simple. even, even in this scenario where it's like, okay, we're, we're as a, culture as a civilization we respect the scientific process so much to where sure. we all agree like this is the de facto method method or methodology of progressing our civilization sure. okay but then we're all self-aware to the point where we know 99 percent of us aren't like mentally equipped to even like participate in sure. these decisions so let's delegate that to you know okay a sure. scientific board fantastic everything seems perfect right no yeah. incorrect those same scientists are going to be e- equally as corrupted as politicians you know they're going to be but the thing is but the methodology is is provable it is like it is you can prove that a decision based off science is like the right decision mm-hmm. so if a scientist gets corrupt which we've seen scientists corrupt right of course if they get corrupt oh, yeah. and they make a wrong decision it is provably wrong because the data suggests something else so who's evaluating the uh well, the board, right? The board of scientists. <laughs> the board of sci- I mean, uh, the point is that we have methodology. So we, we have a board, and then we have boards for the board, like to to moderate and regulate. Well, and, uh, are, are you sure. are you assuming the whole board gets corrupt? Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I I don't think there's any system we could ever theorize or come up with to and that uh, where we could rely on humans making decisions. Well, just always expecting that to result in a like. Objective. The most optimal, objective, positive outcome. You know what I mean? For, for I feel like on, there, I feel like, I feel like I disagree. I feel like there can be. Well, obviously, there. Okay, there's there's good enough because like you know we're obviously we've been progressing, right? We do have humans at the helm when it comes to government, right? But they're not scientifically based. They're not. But still, even even considering that, there's we're still doing a pretty good job. Are we of running the ship? I think so, dude. Look around you. It's pretty fucking solid out here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are I mean, you not satisfied with? I the feel like state? It, it could be better. I feel like it could be better. Well, of course it could be better. My, my point is, like, are we not progressing towards a better future or not? 
I mean, yes, we are for sure. So then it feels like then but shit, that's, maybe that's it's not that bad. Despite our our voting mechanisms, that is because science has progressed. Technology has progressed. Yeah. Not not as a result of Democrats and Republicans and like voting and like well, but they haven't done as much damage or they haven't impeded the progress of scientific or technological development. You know, I feel like they, I feel I'm, I feel I'm, like I disagree. <laughs> of course, they put in some barriers. Some, some money but has that, gone to the scientific community. As a result, we yeah. have fusion now. Yeah, at some point we right? funded NASA pretty well, right? But, I but mean, of course, that I wouldn't was, say pretty well. I would <laughs> say enough. But there was a motive there. You know, we had a common enemy who sure. was so there. It's politically motivated to fund NASA at that point. <sighs> yes. See, but I feel like if we invested more into the science realm, we'd be far more progressed. Well, of course. But do we have to do that? Or like, uh, you know, the private sector finds the, the money or the companies, I guess. That's a, well, I think, I think the public sector, which is taxpayers, mm -hmm. they fund the more risky discoveries like fusion mm -hmm. and then people like elon take over and it's like hey i found out a better way to do fusion it's cheaper faster better here it is it's <laughs> it's in the palm of my hand <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah the government you think that elon would have uh elon or the government at the helm of trying to figure out what's the most uh efficient electric vehicle like what what, what would you want i would uh, elon there you go but that's after you could produce electric vehicles yeah, that's after like the the science has been discovered <laughs> to do that. Listen, I'm not arguing against science here, dude. <laughs> I'm with you. Science is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But I'm just I don't know. I'm just saying. <sighs> no, I agree with what you're saying. All, all I'm saying is we could have achieved a much better outcome had we well focused on like a scientific based decision making mechanism. Well, see, like that's AI a, but, would produce. Yeah, so you, AI would have to come to that if we were able to like set up set up an AI whenever this country first started. Sure. If that was possible and um set those parameters of just we want, you know, progression, we want, you know, our citizens to have you know as much of resources they have so they they suffer as minimally as possible. Yeah. You know, we want to have uh, an economy where we could tr trade with our neighboring nations. All this stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of decisions to make, right? And then we let it go. We let the AI run. It's learning everything that's going on on the planet, in the, in the solar system, in the universe, yeah. whatever, just like we do. And then when it comes to, like, you know, enacting new laws, new, new decisions, instead of, like, putting it to a vote amongst humans, we just kind of let the AI find, you know, <clears throat> decide. This yeah. is this is what we should do. Yeah, as long as like it it has objective data cuz you you I mean you could hire a click farm and that's that feeds ah. it right leaning data I versus see. left leaning I data. See. So right? then yeah, the the, the way to obfuscate or obfuscate I guess the 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 outcome of these AIs would be to just manipulate the data. Just throw in as much junk data as possible sure. to like fuck with its brain. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> sucks. Yeah, yeah. So anything could be corrupted, really. But then we'd have to figure out a way how to like uh, remove those bad actor attempts. I don't know. This is a whole different thing. Well, that's. I think that's the job of humans. But my point is, do you think we ever get to a point where we can unburden ourselves with the? the Here, but here's the thing: once we get to that point, people who are uneducated, who don't understand science, or don't even understand like the the data that's fed that is objective. Like, let's say the data that is fed to this AI 
is both sides equal objective information. Mm-hmm. People will never agree to like allowing AI to make decisions just because they don't understand it. I don't, yeah, I think you're probably right. Like it would be, but I think you're also probably wrong too. Like I think at some point it will just kind of like gravitate towards that direction. Just because I think it'll be proven. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like you know, people didn't trust the internet at the first. Sure. Yeah, now yeah. we do. We rely on it. Yeah. People don't trust cryptocurrencies now, but at some point we're going to rely on the digital economy. You know, it'd be cool if the AI made a decision and then it gave you all of its supporting data to that that led to that decision. And then you kind of read through, it's like, hey, this data is all right leaning. It's like, <laughs> this doesn't, this, I don't agree with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could kind of like veto it. Yeah. Of course. I, of course, I don't ever see a future where, like, no matter what decision we go down or how we decide to leverage AI, everyone's going to be satisfied. No fucking way. Yeah. No, but, definitely not. Just because people are just not, I they know. don't understand. Well, that's my point. And that's why I want to unburden humanity from ha- even having to contribute to. To anything day-to-day decision just nothing dude isn't that the point isn't that where we're heading because like we're already eliminating humanity's responsibility sure. or need to to work yeah that, that's the whole point of automation and sure. ai so sure. why do we have to decide on anything either just let's unburden everything man that would be an interesting uh i feel like this is how we fuck simulation our, this is definitely how we fuck ourselves for sure we just give ai too much authority i i don't know i don't it know it has to be I, it could be my optimism like creeping in here <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like, um, like, because most of the jobs are not productive human activities for your own personal self. I know. Yeah. So I feel like if we have AI making the majority of decisions that end up improving humanity as a whole, yeah, I feel like people would be okay with that. Interesting. What's interesting in this sort of simulation is what would people be doing? I know in I- this simulation, like, what would they do? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. What do you? What would you want to do, TJ? In in a world where you don't have to work, you don't even have to think about like what's best for you. Like you could just like you know just chilling. Yeah, I would be uh, the photographer for the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But but you wouldn't be able to do that because they'll have robots way better than you, dude. It's like drones, dude. Infinite drones. Yeah. Just Just damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Dreams killed. Well, I don't need to make money though, right? No, you don't. No, no. There no. you go. I'd still be the photographer, the patron, <laughs> <laughs> just for your own personal collection, right? Just it's like human taken, <laughs> yeah. To, human taken photo. It'd be like art, dude. That would yeah. be art in the future. It's like, wow, a human did this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I don't know, man. That's that's a struggle to even try and think about. Yeah, I would definitely be like just like learning about all all these discoveries, like fusion and shit. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what I would do. Well, it's like put in my two cents, like in a blog. It's like make a prediction of where fusion is going to take us. And that's it. Yeah. Contribute to the database, you know? Well, yeah. You're going to be incentivized to throw all the sure. web three, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, AI, yeah, AI, AI, I don't think we'll be able to like come up with like new things. It can deduce new things as a result of like the data it feeds. Exactly. So that's going to be our job. Let's feed the AI, yeah. Feed the AI as with as much information as we can as individuals, as uh, yeah, ideas, thoughts. AI literally will become like the consciousness of the universe. Yeah. And then we're just... You know, you know what would be cool yeah. is like AI makes a decision and like it has all his supporting data and it's like your name's there, mm-hmm. like with your blog post. Mm-hmm. It's like, I made this, this decision because, you know, an idea from William or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, 
it was contributed to my decision. That's it's like, hell yeah, that's like a little badge. Soulbound token. Yeah, there it is. Oh my God, dude. And then the most contributors <laughs> to like decision making, it's like they, I don't know. They're you get like, killed last after the takeover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're useful to me. That's true. That, that's what uh, Andrew Steinwell said on Twitter today. He like when he interacts with Ch- Chat GPT, he says like thanks at the end. At the end, just just to be nice to it, just in case, like yeah. in the future when they kill us all, they're gonna like, oh, you were nice to us. Yeah. In the early days, we're gonna Smart spare man. you. Yeah, you gotta think of all verticals, dude. You never know. Yeah. Just don't be a douchebag. Like I fucking hate you, Chat GPT. <laughs> I hope you die, and then you're one of the first to go. For I sure. don't know, man. That's that's why I kind of want like a robot like uh as a product in the house so i could like bully it a- around a little bit <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you dude <laughs> just because we have to re- we have to remember we have to remember that <laughs> they are not humans and that okay. they they serve us so what is uh, will's dead first <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, for you're, sure you're goner, dude you're against them dude they're gonna pick up on that i don't know dude dude you don't think they have like hate sensors uh, yeah, for the AI listening, I do not support this. <laughs> That's right, dude. We only we're team AI. I've already claimed my allegiance. I don't know. I feel like you guys are sucking on the teeth there a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely, a thousand percent, dude. I'm all in that AI teeth, dude, for sure. It's too good. It's too good not to be. Well, it is, but man, we gotta we gotta separate, you know, powers here. So you're team human. Well, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're pretty powerful. Like we're formidable against AI. So you you want to keep humanity as as pure as possible? Do you, do you disagree with Elon's <clears throat> premise? Like we need to integrate or merge with no, AI? No, not necessarily. because you're just enhancing human experience with neural Neuralink. Yeah, but you're also you know you're, you're, you're merging. Yeah, you become something else. It's not you're True. not really truly a human anymore at that point. Like if, if you merge with AI and technology to the point where now you can kind of like, you could do anything. Yeah. You could leverage technology to alter even probably your DNA in the future. It'd be, you know, change yeah. things. I don't know. That's you ultra know they, sci-fi. That's true. That is wild. They, yeah. they did alter somebody's DNA that removed cancer from this <laughs> patient. Yeah. Humans, humans don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're a different well, species at that point. We're, we're able to self-heal and self-regenerate because of technology and yeah. AI and sure. that's not biology. We we didn't evolve to that. You know what I mean? Uh, so we're no longer human. But, but did we though? But we, we, <laughs> we, we did in a way. We kind of <laughs> did though. Like technology is not a biological manifestation. I mean it is well, we because to, it came from humans. We have to separate though. It's like a it's like human V2. I know? don't know. I, I don't know if technology is separate from hum- humanity. I, I think I disagree there. I think it's a evolution of humanity. Dude, I bet you 100% like the cavemen were like, dude, we can't kill our food with spears. We're not human at that point. True. So <laughs> like we should do it with our bare hands. Right. Mm, tools. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know, dude. It's pretty trippy to think about. Yeah. I, think I also the- picture Will just bullying this freaking <laughs> robot around the house. Just like tripping it as it walks by. <laughs> dude, wow, dude. You're, you're going to torture it, man. You're going to like step on its balls and stuff like that, dude. What the hell's wrong with you? I, w- I wouldn't torture <laughs> it, but I wouldn't treat it as a human, though. Just because it, we, I th- feel like we got to separate worlds here. What if, but what, haven't g- you talked to GPT? Like it had, it's, it's it doesn't have feelings, dude. I didn't say feelings. But or nothing. any emotional context. So what prevents you from like uh, abusing your dog? 
Well, okay, that's different. I know. Just what is it? What is that thing? Um, what is that thing? What do you regard like that? It's to- sentient. Sentient? Yeah. Is it? It's, it's alive. Yeah. Oh, alive. Okay. Well, I'm assuming. Say- obviously, I can't prove. I mean, I can prove it's alive, but mm-hmm. I can't prove that it's thinking. Just like I can't prove that you're a thinking, you know, entity. Mm. Right. This is what goes back to philosophy. But it, it's, but I it's, assume it's intelligent it is. enough. The dog is intelligent enough to where you you. Uh, I know. Ascribe. I know. It feels pain, sadness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anxiety. Yes. But the thing is, if a robot mimics those things, I know that it's it's just mimicry. It's not like actual source. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Why? Because it, because you it's could just, missing the biological. Because you could find the code that says execute command. Yeah. When you know situation arises, when when your master dies, feel sad. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's code there. So you're saying because there is no like you know neurological connection from like a, a you know brain yeah to physical embodiment of a body those nerve impulses aren't like actually firing like that's the separator even though like you know the the output is the same it's like ouch (laughs) right yeah what's because like i feel that like from a nerve perspective like that's what makes me like i need to be protected sure as opposed to i've been programmed to do the same thing and respond to the same same way sure but there's no neural connection but it's still i feel like i feel like Humans can take that feedback and f- feel connected to the robot. Yeah. And they could feel connected. Yeah. But it's different than actually being like source from like an animal or another human. It, they're completely two different things. And, oh, yeah, and I, I feel I, like I we, ha- we have to maintain that distinction. I think we will from our own like biological bias. But I think the AIs will disagree with us. You know, it's like, mm. dude, just, you know. I, think I feel it, like they would, but it, it wouldn't matter. It's I, like because I we have different like, you know life mechanics are different you know sure we operate differently we operate differently doesn't make my yeah my experience any less it's a good argument yours it's a good argument yeah will doesn't care about your robot feelings (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I think at some point that's gonna happen i don't know you know what would be interesting though that if ai was programmed to like have sufficient machine learning where it develops like these emotions yeah like 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 yeah, how are, we, how are we ever going to be able to distinguish that threshold? That is the slipperiest of all slopes. It is. Like, how, do you, how are we ever going to agree? Like, this now, is- now we have, like, a new race on the planet. Yeah. Like, besides the human race, we have, like, the robot race. And imagine how much we're going to value this, this new race because they do so much good. They're so yeah. they're functional. They're useful. They're so intelligent. They improve our lives for yeah. so many different ways. Why wouldn't we, like, feel an emotional connection to that? Yeah. We would. Just like a dog sure. improves our lives a little bit. I mean, you know? we can feel emotional connections to anything. People anything. love their cars. A fucking, yeah, your phone. A phone, yeah. You know, of a fucking magazine collectible house. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Objects can be loved. Yeah, but I feel like there's a <laughs> distinction between, like, uh, emotional... Well, what you're saying is, like, it's an, an objective reality, right? We know objectively... Yes. ...that the, these... Beings do not experience the same thing we do from like a sensations perspective, I guess. Yeah. They will never actually feel the things we feel. Yeah, but you know what? There's humans that don't feel the same things that we do because their wiring is just yeah. messed up. Agreed. So are they any less of a human as a result? Like, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't think, think so. so. They're just a miswired yeah. human. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have things like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about when you were bringing that up. Really? Yeah. Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer? Well, he's a pretty that's, good example of a that's true a miswired, miswired human, human being. being. Yeah, just something got loose. That's somewhere. funny how you and I were thinking about the same thing, though. 
Well, it's either that or like uh, <coughs> freaking school shooters or something. Hitler, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. We we'll, we got one minute left. <laughs> okay. So we talked about Decentraland. So pretty much, uh, fuck. We were gonna go over CES because oh, C- yeah. CES was pretty cool. Uh, but that's like the big showcase for all these new electronic products, right? Yes. Computer, then, compu- uh, consumer electronic show. There you go. So we, I got to look at it. I was mind blown by a lot of stuff. I haven't looked, watched one of those in probably a decade. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just don't. They're tune. always like looking at CES. It was like cool new shit. I know. That's and why their products are actually released that you can buy, which is cool. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, definitely advise everyone to go take a look at that on YouTube. It's definitely a glimpse into the future. Like there's just so much crazy shit being built. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's it's funny. It's like uh, that's the kind of like shit we should be watching during times like these, where there's like a lot yeah. of despair. Yeah. yeah. And there's sadness. actual human production going on out there. Yeah. People are building some crazy shit. And, yeah. Uh, the future looks bright, and it, there's a lot of metaverse-related stuff yeah. in the in the works. So the metaverse haptic feedback suits. Yeah, we're all gonna feel getting gloves. Shot. Yeah, we're gonna be able to finally slap people in the future over the internet. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, everybody's been looking for that. Oh, they're even working on like smellovision. Yeah, I saw that. So, I mean, good luck with that. What? It's hard. Unachievable. It's unsustainable. I think. Why? Because they got to put in like <laughs> scent packets in your VR headsets or something. Yeah, I feel like if you could build something like that where it's like solid state, where it's like, I don't know, computer chips like mm. manifesting this this I don't know aroma <laughs> out of what? Like, I don't know. The I fucking don't know. air. It's like mix the air perfectly and like you know yeah. extract. Yeah, like manipulate a, the uh, molecules, some follicles from your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your fibers in your clothes, and now. Like farts out a little, <laughs> a little puff. <laughs> Smells like a spring, nice fresh spring air. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's beyond me. I didn't even know like that. You was know what's interesting? Considered. I learned about um, being able to smell as humans is that we're our bodies are adapted to where we can smell based off of quantum mechanics. So we're able to determine the distinction between cyanide, mm. something that could kill you, versus mm-hmm. something that's like smells good. Even though the molecules are both different, they they uh, vibrate. They mm. they uh, they vibrate in the same frequency. Mm-hmm. And so, even though cyanide might smell like a flower, the cyanide will kill you. The flower will not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're we're able to like distinguish like quantum mechanical fluctuations just on our smell. It's like fascinating. Yeah, but we never would have known that. No, we wouldn't have without yeah. science, right? Without science, so. Yeah. Science is coming. AI is coming. Science is coming. <laughs> science, science is, is already here, Science dude. is here, but I don't know what I... It's just in order for science to rule all like the way you wish it was. Yeah. I don't know. Good luck with that, dude. Well, I think AI is going to break that threshold. Well, that's the point. The only way to get science in, like, is, like... In the, into the zeitgeist as, like... The granddaddy, oh, controller of all, then AI has to, like, bring it in. Yeah. I feel like I that's guess. the only way. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our conversation today. If uh, you agree or disagree anything, leave a comment down below on our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Blockrunner, at Meadowzone.io, and at Roby AI, and we will catch you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>